Parenthood is a time of so much change for you and your baby. A little reliable information can go a long way towards making this new life a good life. I'm Jessica Rolf, and this is My New Life, a Love Every Podcast. Okay, let's be real. Sometimes it sounds like a bunch of nonsense. The stuff that comes out of my mouth when I'm around a baby is so goopy. But then I learned that all that baby talk, what comes so naturally to us as parents, is actually helping to build connections in our baby's brains. They are taking in so much, especially from the simple back and forth interactions. But what does that communication really look like? Dr. Kathy Hirschpasek is a professor of psychology at Temple University and a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution. She is co-author of Becoming Brilliant, What Science Tells Us About Raising Successful Children. So Kathy, you study language development. How can a parent build their baby's communication skills? Well, the very best way to build a baby's communication skills is to communicate. I know that seems trite and almost too simple, but when we look into the eyes of the baby and we look at what they find interesting and we comment on it, that's the very best thing that we can do to help build their communication and later language skills. When we let them take turns with us. So we say, hi, you're looking so cute today. And they go, ha. And we go, yes, you did. And we answer them with respect. Even if we have no idea what they said, that's how they learn communication skills. And the other thing we have to be careful about is not to jump in. Sometimes our babies need just a little bit of time to get their act together. So in one beautiful tape that I'm happy to share with you, I have a a mom and a baby, and they're going back and forth and back and forth. And at one point, the baby takes just a little bit longer to answer. And the mother is so brilliant, even if she is my daughter-in-law. She holds off to let Ellie have the chance to talk before she responds. And I noticed when you were explaining that, first of all, it is so hard to remember to pause. My husband was always so much better at that than I was. I just get so (laughs) excited when I'm talking to my little person and they're talking back. I remember consciously needing to create a little bit more space for my babies to respond. And I noticed when you were just giving that example, you were using the baby voice. Are there any benefits to talking in parentese or speaking with a lot of high intonation? Well, there actually there actually are. First of all, I should know there's a lot of different types of baby talk or what we call infant directed speech in the more formal parlance. And you know, it varies from country to country. So the British don't use the real high pitched voice with the sing song that Americans do. But all of us have a version all around the world. People have a version of this baby talk. And when you look at all the studies that have been done on it, you find out it's kind of an au natural thing for parents. In fact, parents who don't use it would kind of have to work hard to not use it. 
And the second thing we've realized is that when you hear that weird voice, hi, oh, you look so cute today, which by the way, you also use when you're talking to your dog, to old people and to people who don't speak our language. We, (laughs) we tend to put on that special voice. So to our children, it comes across as in baby world, it says, this language is meant for you. And babies then pay more attention to that and to the tone of the voice. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's advantages when you talk in that voice. You also elongate the ends of sentences and you elongate the vowels in the sentence, making them more clear for the babies. So you don't have to do anything. As I say, it comes au naturel. But if you follow the au naturel, then you'd find that this particular language we speak with babes actually have some advantages for infants. Fascinating. I love hearing that what comes naturally is is healthy. You've done so much research involving babies and language. What are some discoveries that you find most interesting? Right now, I think the most exciting thing that's going on in our field may be that this back and forth conversation is much more important than we thought it was. It turns out that it's actually building brain structure and brain connectivity for little people, that it actually is a key feature of the quality of the interaction that we have with our babies and how they grow language, which is fascinating. And that in those moments when you're having conversations, you know how sometimes you can have a conversation over dinner and you just look in the eyes of the other person and you know you're in sync? Well, the same thing is true with babies and people are starting to figure out what that synchrony looks like. And in those synchronous moments, we think something special might be going on. And that something special may be the moments when babies pick up the most. So it's really, really important. Another thing that we've learned in our lab is that sometimes the technology is getting in the way of those special moments. If you take one study that we did, where Jen Zosh was the lead author, and we just looked at electronic versus traditional shape sorters. And when you look at that, what you find is that the electronic gadgets and gizmos, now this is with slightly older kids, but it's kind of a non-invitation for the parents because the toy is talking so much. And when you just have a regular old boring old shape sorter, then you have more of those conversations which are better for the children. In another study, we looked at book reading in the same way, e-books versus traditional books, same story, the littler you are. And when you talk about uh, some of that interference, it's not just how the baby uses things, but it's also how we do. When we are constantly looking at the analytics, which scare us anyway, when we're constantly looking at our watches to figure out how many steps did we take, how many did the baby take, what's their oxygenation level, etc., we are getting in the way of looking in the eyes of our child. 
And when we get in the way of that conversation, that's when we're really doing the most harm. So just for a few minutes a day, start with two. In two minutes a day of your time, look in your baby's eyes. Look at what they're looking at. Comment on it. And have your phone in another room. Hmm, That is the most beautiful, perfect advice for every single parent today, including me. Thank you so much, Kathy. It's been such a pleasure having you with us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So much to talk about. Takeaway number one, back and forth conversation between you and your baby builds your baby's brain structure and is the foundation for developing language. Takeaway number two, take turns communicating with your baby even answering them when they make a little noise. Try not to jump in too quickly because sometimes it takes time for your baby to respond. Takeaway number three, when you use that high-pitched baby talk voice, research shows it actually helps your baby tune in. You've been listening to My New Life. If you think this episode might be helpful to a fellow parent, please share. And if you'd like to learn more about the topics discussed in today's show, head over to loveevery.com. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y dot com. I'm Jessica Rolfe. Thanks for listening.